Hello Rockers and Mercuryans, it's Rock Mercury here and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing competition and just different thoughts I have on it and how it's affected our world and um, just what I really feel. And before, um, there's a lot, a lot of comments. I have some pros and some cons of it, mostly cons to be honest for me. But um, while we get into this, I'm going to be eating a delicious salad moment. We have arugula salad here. We have puffed amaranth, um, d- dusted lightly with um, cayenne pepper, sage, um, and thyme. There's also some cherry tomatoes you see diced in there and some fresh red onions, delicioso. Then we have some stir-fried mushrooms with some stir-fried um, onion, red onions and bell pepper, green bell pepper. And I have like just a little bit of limes around the side to make it look cute. But I'm gonna squeeze this over a lot of the food that I have today. I'm gonna squeeze that over it all. And then we have some amaranth. You know, I love my amaranth. I made it more porridge style today. This is an amazing ancient grain. It's super hot right now. But just, it's very fresh. I just finished cooking it. So I'm gonna be eating this as well. Super excited to jump into this today and chat with you guys about competition. So we'll just get started as I, as I start to put my key lime on everything. You guys know I love my key limes. These are the real, that's that real lime. That's that alkaline. Um, very cleansing line for the body. So I'm gonna put lots of my salad because that's the main dressing I use for my salad. I don't really use any other types of dressings anymore with all the additives and stuff. Like I like to just add in my key lime, mix it up and get it popping. So, all right, so competition. You know, before we start, we gotta ask our girl Suri, what is competition, you know? So let's find out. Hold on, make sure she's, she's not on mute. Also, let me make sure my, my not do not disturb is on because you know how that goes off. All right, people don't call you all day, then they call you right when you're um, <laughs> right when you are um, on live or something. Let's see. Hey Siri, what is the definition of competition? Competition means the activity or condition of competing. That, okay, she also says. Um, an event or contest in which people compete, the person or people with whom one is competing, especially in the commercial or sporting arena or the opposition, um, interaction between organisms, populations, or specimens in which birth, growth, and death depend on gaining a share of a limited environmental resource. Ooh, that last one. That last one might be the the main con, the main the main pro that I have for all of this. Um, the, let me read that last one again. An interaction between organisms, populations, or species in which birth, growth, and death depend on gaining a share of a limited environmental space. Woo! Wow. So that's pretty extreme, but I feel like we use competition in a lot of less extreme ways which is what I wanna to discuss today and the toxicity of the less extreme versions of that. Um, the, the one that she read was the activity or condition of competing. How dare she? Like that, as if that's the, okay, hold on, let me see. Hey, sir, what's the definition of competing? I found this on the web. Girl, read it to me, what in the world? Hold on. Hey, sir, what is the definition of competing? Here's what I found. I'm done with her. 
It said the meaning of competing is in a state of rivalry or competition as it, oh, it goes in a circle. Compete, contend, contest means to strive to outdo or excel. Compete means implying having a sense of rivalry. Okay. Rivalry, competition. We're going to talk about a lot of that in this, in this particular live. Because some people feel like competition is the, um, is like super vital to humanity. I mean, according to the last definition, it kind of is. If we're fighting for a limited space, it's like, mm, I can kind of get how that might be seen as kind of vital because it is a limited space no matter what, no matter how many, like how big the earth is, it's still a limited space. And even the universe, as expansive as it is, as it is, it's still limited in a way. Especially when it comes, especially when it comes to resources, based on how we choose to live our lives. Let me get all that, mm, that key lime out of here. So, in that realm, I'm gonna start off with the pros because I don't feel like there's that many pros. So I'm just gonna stick on those first. Um, when it comes to competing for survival, I get that in a way, especially when it comes to um, let me go ahead and block this person. Especially when it comes to, like, if you're in a limited space, if you're going against countries, I mean, we are just different countries that have different agendas. That's a real thing. That's definitely a real reality that people have. Um, and um, I think that it's just important to to see that one is a little different than the competition we have at the, at the average ba basketball game or or the average like video game or something or you know toxic competition that we can't have that can cause like unnecessary harm when there's no limited resource you know some things aren't limited but yet we still have competition as if it's still limited almost like we're like it's in our nature you know someone said do you think ego plays a part in competition absolutely I think that's the difference. Some of it is survival. If it's competitive, um, competing for survival, that's very different than um, competing via ego. You know, like that's a whole different type of competition you're doing. Someone said, did you eat the peel? No, I was, I was getting the edges off the peel. I was chewing it and I spit it out. I get the rest of the juice out. Don't waste none of these key limes. They're very powerful, very cleansing, extremely, extremely powerful to eat. Um, so yeah, it's um, here's why I do. I like to take it, I fill it inside out. You see, there's still all that good old juice in there. Now let's chew on that. Mm. Uh -huh. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just very. It's two very different types of competition. One can get you punched in the face for no reason. One can get you murked for a reason of. A survival of territory or whatever especially in the wild i mean we see in the wild already that um especially in the lions the lions compete for their territories and they see a rival lion they're like oh no not in my land they will come through on them they will come through on that lion rain through on that beat twice ran through on that beat twice you know me i'll be moved forever if a lion be for me we're gonna be forever you know like it's very much so like savage out there and it's full out competition and i don't think that's ego based i don't even know if animals have egos i really don't think they do i think they're in full survival mode 
I think that humans have developed ego because we've been so comfortable and that we just have to like, like still play out that internal necessity for competition within spaces where we don't need it. You know? It's just, I think it's, I think it can be quite toxic a lot of times. So when it comes, but when it comes to that way, that realm, I completely get it. I completely understand, um, you know, the bigger picture of how we got here for our survival. But it would be, it's kind of, kind of, it's kind of true to say that we don't need competition as much, and that the competition we do have, even against countries, is kind of unnecessary and really damaging. You know, we're it's causing wars. Like the competition that's so unnecessary for money and oil and you know, ridiculous resources that we don't actually need need that we could pull back on. There's enough technology to, to be able to re, um, survive without some of these resources, but because of the greed and the money and then the fight for that money um, on top of the greed, the fight, like the, they want to be the richest on top of this having the money at all. Like it's, it's, um, it can create a very damaging situation for the world like we're, doing, like we're going through now. I mean, some people can say that's part of what's happening with global warming. Everybody's just running, running for, um, to see who can get the most of what resources and burning through everything we have. Next thing you know, we have like the rising waters, melting glaciers, burning forests, all the kind of ridiculousness, you know? Did y'all see this video that's running around right now from this Hawaii wedding or event? I think it was a wedding and then the wave comes up and just wipes out the wedding at least the bottom part of it they're like that's global warming that's global warming i mean it sure did look like it it came up that wave came through that wave it wasn't a quite quite a tsunami but it was definitely a bigger tide than usual in that area you can tell that it doesn't happen that often on that section of hawaii that's why they wouldn't have built it that way you know, so I'm, um, I think that there's definitely some, and I'm, the only reason I'm tying that in is because when we're just racing to compete against each other, see how much oil we can burn, how much we can produce, how much money we can get, and the money is being made by selling these, um, let me block this person, hold on you guys, um, when the money's being um, being used to to create like a situation where where like you just like resources are the most valuable thing, and then we're they're just like buy, um, selling out their country, selling out their resources, doing everything just to win, just to get to the moon first, just to get to billions and trillions first, to like to what, like whatever it is, it's like it, it seems like a very reckless type of competition, you know, and it can go as as simple as like um, video games or something or like a or sports team or something. Let's see. I lived in Oahu for two years. Those waves are different than than Malibu. Than Malibu? What are you talking about? Who said anything about Malibu? Are you are you in Malibu right now, Blunt Sleazy? But I, I'm talking about the waves that were out there. They were out in Hawaii and they were higher than the area. You know, um, yeah, but like, yeah, so that's awesome you lived out there. So did you see that video of the, of the wedding getting torn up? Mm. 
It's just, I should do a whole other episode on global warming. That's a whole different conversation to have. But it does kind of relate to competition in ways because of the way we got our planet to this level. It's the way that we got to this space of just burning our resources so much. Alpha Meathead checking in. Okay. What does that even mean? I'm Monet. Hey, Monet. Good to see you. What's good? Um, Blunt Sleazy says, oh, I see what you mean now. My bad. No, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so it's just very much like a lot of unnecessary burning and destroying of our resources because we're competing. Like nobody's thinking about the bigger picture when you're competing in that moment. Competition can lead to very short-term, you know, reactions. Very short-term, like, I got to get them now. You know, I got to get them back. I got to get them back. I got to get, like, it's... It happens a lot. You'd be surprised how many people die in wars over just two leaders who are competing against each other, who are just like creating, have a feud internally. You know, they have a feud and so they're just throwing, throwing people's lives at each other. That's kind of what's going on right now in one of the wars that's going on. Um, Noah says, life without the money would be extremely different and put a stop to all of that toxic war and BS. I wonder if it would. I mean, like I said earlier, the there are um, a lot of animals that are very, you know, competitive and very violent. Um, so I don't, and they don't have any money. They don't have any money at all. You know, a chimp will destroy another, a whole another chimp just for the territory. You know, or just because, just for the ranking, not even territory, just for the ranking. There's enough land for all the chimps in the forest, but just because of the ranking and wanted to show them, show them who's boss they'll destroy another um, chimp. And same thing with a lot of other animals. You know, there's a lot of competitiveness and some of it's unnecessary. So I'm not sure exactly if it'll put an end to it or if it's just, or if it's made less of it technically. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. But I do feel like a lot of the competitive competitiveness I, I see is like, um, is what do you call it? Um, it's retargeted aggression misplaced aggression you know they're mad at something else and so they're just throwing it out on this on this game they're playing or they're like i won i that was my point ah, that's my point you've seen the, you've seen that in different games like people get so mad they turn red and like oh my god that's unfair ah, it's just a game at the end of the day like nobody the game didn't even really matter but they it meant that much to them it meant that much that they were just gonna yell, oh my God, it's unfair, ah. You know? Oh, let's see. 1985 says, thank you, all right? Um, Noah says, true, but with money, we cause a lot of human-made problems wouldn't be happening in the first place. I really do wonder that. I hope, I would hope that that would be true, but then also, you know, how do we trade? How do we trade? Do we not? Do we, do we not trade? Do we just say, you know, everybody for their own? So before money, people were trading goods. They were trading like um, a fur for a, for a, um, for some flower or something like that. You know, it was hard to determine what's good, what's good for what, or, oh, here's a wheel. Here's a wheel for your card. You know, I'm trading it for some salt. You know, so I don't know, like it's random things, you know? But I'm more talking about, um, that's more economics. But 
I'm more talking about the nature of competition and the pros and cons of it. That's mainly what we're chatting about today. Emily says, um, isn't that bitter? Um, no, it's, I mean, the, the shell itself is bitter, but I'm getting the inside of it. I'm putting, um, and this is, uh, this is key lime, so it's a little, a little less harsh than lemon. Um, it's much more alkaline, very delicious, um, very cleansing for the body. Love key lime. Let's see. Carol says, oh, thank you for coming on. No problem, Carol, glad you're here. Um, Noah, Noah says, very tough subject. Yeah, it is, it's a tough one. Um, I think that it's, I think that when it comes to um, the wars that are happening now, I feel like even if there wasn't money, a lot of people, a lot of these wars are from the ego, like, like you said earlier, somebody said it earlier. That's a real situation. Yeah, but when you eat the peel, it's so bitter. I could never. I'm not eating the peel. I'm chewing it. Um, to get the juices out. Um, Slug Slime says, "Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, Slug Slime. Good to see you. Doing very well. Ooh, I have to put this hat off a touch. Um, eating some good old food. Well, I'm trying to get it ready. I'm putting my key lime on it. Mm. You're not the waste eating my key lime." They're already hard enough to find. So, so yeah, when it comes to these unnecessary things and people get into bar fights over competition, that's my girl, that's my this. Oh, I won the dart challenge. I won the pool game. It's all these random things, you know. Um, what are you eating? Key lime and flax seeds? No, that's not flax seeds. These are, um, that's amaranth, the ancient grain amaranth. I'm putting key lime all over my food first. Sometimes you don't even need salt on your food, you need key lime. Even though I, I do put salt too, but sometimes the key lime can bring out the flavor even more than salt can, especially when combined with everything. Very good stuff. Um, but yeah, so, I just mainly feel like a lot of times we go astray Due to the thing that we that we due to the fact that we think that like competition is healthy, I hear that a lot in school too. It's like competition is healthy. It's some it's just healthy competition. It's like what makes competition healthy, you know? What make what technically makes it healthy? Because in my opinion, I mean, I don't. If we're in a space now where we don't need like we we technically have enough resources in the world to all live well until we pass away and extend our lives with less stress, but I do feel like competition egoic competition is what sustains chaos. I think it does. America, number one. We're number one. We're number one. You know, that's a competition within itself. Having a flag is a competition. Not even just our flag, but any flag. I mean, it kind of, it could, it could be just representing your place, but it's like, if, we, if there was a competition, would, would we just all be in one world? Would we not even need to represent each other separately? Or feel like, oh, our school's better than your school. We're going to travel from school to school and beat these other schools. We're going to beat them at basketball. We're going to beat them at hockey. We're going to beat them at, at plays, th theater plays. No, it's endless. It's endless, and although it's like the main competition we have, 
Because let's say, even when we, when we watch a TV show, let's say we're just watching a regular, like, a show on network TV, a cartoon or anything. Even those shows, by nature, they're competitive. Because they competed to become the spot that you're watching on TV. Or they competed for your attention to be the thing you watch out of the millions and millions of things you could have watched. Even right now, I'm comp I've competed against other live people to have whoever's on my live right now or whoever's watching me in the future, you know? It's competition. Um, that's all Instagram is nowadays, just a competition to show who's got more comp um, competition. It's everywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm, it is, it everywhere is. Literally all social media, mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. All social. It's um. Everyone, whoever's watching, whatever you're watching, like the the ads. Even like, I don't know if you guys know this, but with YouTube, with YouTube, you guys see ads, right? In between your YouTube videos, unless you pay for YouTube Red, which rarely anybody pays for, which is hilarious. But they don't like it's not that many people buy YouTube Red. Even I'm a YouTuber, and I took my YouTube. I stopped paying for YouTube Red because I wanted to see the commercials. I wanted to see which commercial they're picking for me, and I wanted to see what kind of content that they were creating for these commercials to catch my attention i want to know as, as an advertiser myself so i took my i stopped paying on purpose turned it off but those advertisements compete against each other to see who's going to play for that particular person who watched this video who may be relative to their product that they're selling they're competing because that because that's a prime spot for them it's very specific. They know that that video you're watch that you just watched, you know, could have something in it that would make you the perfect customer for them. But also, another company feels the same way, so they literally compete. And behind the scenes, depending on who's willing to pay the most, they'll get that spot to be to be in front of you. So not every advertisement you see is paying the same amount of money. That's just how it is. Um, they're not like it's. If you see, if you look at the back end of the analytics, and I think I think I can talk about this. I don't think I, it's like, I don't think it's against the rules to talk about it because I feel like it's already online. Like it's on YouTube to even know this kind of stuff. So, like these advertisements do that. Now on TV, it's a little bit different. They do pay for a spot, but they're still competing on who's the biggest who's the biggest um, buyer for that spot in that region that that's going to air in. If it's cable TV, if it's network TV, you know. Um, someone says, where did you get that hat from? I designed this hat myself. Go to rockmercury.com if you want to order your own. That's my logo right there on top of it. So rockmercury.com. Um, and I designed this shirt as well. This sweater is my design from Manhattan, New York. Check it out. Um, so, oh my gosh. I'm already burping. I haven't even eaten yet. Um, but, but yeah, so I just really feel that like everything is so much competitive come um competitiveness like it's all just like we're saturated in comp in competition saturated within it and obviously we're not a healthy world like a lot of people are very sick you know for different reasons um where men our mental health is struggling on a mass on like we're mass struggling on that. Floyd says, I love the merch. Thank you, Floyd. Mm. It's fun.
All right, time to grub it. Time to grub down now. This is my stir fry of um, onions and mushrooms and all kind of goodies. Bread pepper. I'm gonna eat this all together. All right, so. With that being said, it almost feels like the idea of competition is almost a, paras um, a um, psychological parasite that keeps us looped around because we don't need it. Imagine if we weren't competitive. Imagine if it was all chill. We would be bored a little bit because we can't lie and, we can't lie and say that competition doesn't engage us in some way. Otherwise, we wouldn't be watching everything we watch and watching competition shows, literal competition shows. Who's gonna win? Bachelorette. Who's who's she gonna pick? Survivor. Who's gonna survive? Real Housewives. Who's gonna lose their peach? Who's gonna get their peach? America's Best Singer. Who's talented enough? X Factor. You know. It's everywhere. Hold on. Can I ask you why you have... What does that even mean? I don't know what that means, so I'm blocking you. There we go. Silly me thinking I was the only stir-fry. Wow, you're very silly for that. Um, Floyd says he needs this salad. Mm-hmm. You could never. You could never, that's right. Whew. So, people are just, we're intrigued. We're so intrigued by competition. We, we think about it, we, are, we have our favorite child even. You know, if you have kids, you're like, you know you have your favorite child. Why do we even think that way, though? Why do we think in favorites? Because the world is so limited. Or limit unlimited. Possibilities are so unlimited. Every movie making life is a competition. Every activity is competing against each other. Each other. Are we gonna eat right now? Are we gonna go to the beach? Are we gonna clean? Are we gonna watch TV? Like, what are we doing? So it's like, it, when, it, when you really break it down, competitions within, like, woven in between our, in between every part of our life. So even though I came into this thinking that I had to, like, it's probably more bad than good, I think it's inevitable in a way. Hello, Riv. Floyd says, we need to, to ask God, I think, Rock. God isn't real, Floyd. Don't play that game. Whew. God's in competition with all the other deities. All the gods are fighting. The girls are fighting. You know? It's just... I'm very curious. I mean, the reason I thought about this subject was because I was listening, listening to Gary Vee. Gary Vaynerchuk, and he said that in his, re in his recent book, it was a podcast, he, and he said in his recent, his last book he wrote called 12 and a Half, 
Principles or something. I read it. It was a really good book. But he said that he took out the principle of um, competition because he wants to write a whole book about just that. He felt like there was enough in there within that subject to write a whole book. And I'm like, how is he going to write a whole book about competition? Is it that important? Like, I feel, I instantly thought, like, that's kind of toxic. Like, what do you need competition for? Um, I know from following Gary Vee for so long that if he says that, there's a reason. And, I'm, and because he hasn't, wrote, he hasn't written the book yet, I don't know if he ever is going to actually write the book for that one. Hope he does. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know what he's, what he's going to think. Let's see. Is that some type of cleanse on your face? No, it's not a cleanse on my face. It's me sweating from how spicy this food is. Um, I have to pull these things up more. So, I just really feel that there's something I'm missing about competition. Because I just I automatically think negatively when I think competition. I'm like, we don't need that. Peace on earth. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. You know, all that mess. Rock, you are over. You look overheated. I'm fine, Floyd. Mm. I'm overheated. So, until the book comes out, I guess I don't know how much else I'll say though on it. Is that chicken that spicy? What chicken are you talking about, Floyd? Goodness, Lloyd. You know I don't eat chicken. Stop playing games. Chicken is toxic. The chicken's competing with the beef. <laughs> um, is that salad? Why is it spicy? Have stir fry too. Oh my god, you guys better stop asking why I'm sweating. You guys are crazy. Hey T hey T Brown. Um let me sweat and talk about competition. I'm competing against my food. We'll see who survives. I gotta sweat through it. It's cayenne pepper. <laughs> um, Floyd says, there's vegan chicken rock. It's spelled differently. <laughs> it's a mushroom. To be honest with you guys, to be super honest, I was trying to sprinkle, um, I was trying to sprinkle some cayenne pepper on my stir fry and a big chunk of it poured out onto it. That's the honest truth. A big old chunk. And yeah, that's what happened. But I'm survive, I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna keep on eating and hopefully it'll balance out. Hopefully. I think what I'll do too, I'm going to pour this into my salad, my stir fry, so I can, so I can spread out the sauce in this. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, I'm literally, let's see, what else, what, what's in the other bowl, not the mushrooms, it's amaranth. 
Emirate. So, you know what? There's even competitions when it comes to spice competitions. There's people who are just like, how spicy can I get something? How am I trying to survive? You know, which levels can I go to? How much can I eat? Eating contest. But the spice ones are crazy. Those spice competitions, oh my gosh, they're intense. They be eating ghost peppers and stuff. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. One guy was competing against his friend last week to drink a bottle of liquor to win $15. He was drinking a bottle of liquor on camera. $15. He died. All for the sake of competition. I bet, I bet it wasn't, um, I bet when um, he was, like he wasn't really caring about the $15 that much, I doubt, unless he was really broke. I'm sure it was the competition that killed him. He drank that down, they cheered him on, yeah, get it, you can't get that, you can't get there, da da da. Drank it all, hospital, I don't, think, I don't think he went to the hospital, I think he just died. They didn't show the last part of the video, cause I think he died in the video. Clowny says, um, wait, Floyd says, okay, but rock when he's sweating, crying face, I can't with you. I'm like dripping sweat. Let me live my life. Salad looks good, but I don't like mushrooms. Maybe if it's cooked, I'd eat it. I fried it in, um, in grapeseed oil. It's very good. Clowny said, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy that he died. LOL, unless it's grilled. Grilled mushrooms are very good. Floyd says, Rock, have you always liked mushrooms since a kid? Yeah, when they're cooked. I never really was a fan of them raw. I think raw is like too rubbery. Not my favorite texture. Not my favorite texture at all. See. That food looks good. The food is very good. Why are you sweating so bad? I already explained that. Um, what did you base it with? Base what with? What do you mean base? Uh -huh. So... I don't think we can stop competing. The more I think about it, the more it's everywhere. I wasn't here when you explained. Okay. We have to watch the video over and then. Um, batter. What batter? There's no batter. 
I just fried it, like stir fried it with oil. I stir fried it with oil. So I didn't use any batter. I do like a nice teff flour batter. That's pretty good. Teff flour is pretty good. Um, with some, I think you just put it that with water and sea salt and key lime, I guess, and you can fry it. Gonna try it. Yeah, it's very good. So when I think of comp when I think of competition, I usually before today, before I deeply like we deep dived into it today, I usually think toxic mas masculinity, but technically, women probably compete more than men in a lot of ways. Look, competing look wise, competing who's the better bee. <laughs> I'm the best bee of all the other bees. So F them of the bees, cause I'm the best bee, you know, with the, with the word in there. Um, like they, there's a, there's a song that has that, I love that song. I'm the better bee than all the other bees. So F them of the bees. Uh, I wish I could sing the real song. But yeah, people, we're all competing. We're competing on like how fierce we can look. Who's the better mom? You know, who's singing the best? Who's doing whatever? Like the billboard wars, like everything. Like there's no way to untangle it. So I think that I'm gonna start neutralizing my opinion on competition. Cause it's not inherently bad. It's seeming more and more like it's inherently human nature, or it is biological nature. Like I said in that in the um, in the definition, let's see the last definition one more time. Hold on. Hey Siri, what's the definition of competition? Oh, annoying. Hey Siri, what's the definition of competition? Competition means the activity or condition of competing. Mm. What's the last one? Interaction between organisms, populations, or species in which birth, growth, and death depend on gaining a share of a limited environmental resource. You know? That's kind of a neutral situation then. It's not inherently masculine like I thought it was originally. Floyd says, I feel like girls want to be heard more like they do, that they don't have a, a voice for themselves. So that's, made some, that's what makes them competitive, you're saying? Lana says, how do you feel about Kanye West dropping out of Rolling Loud? I think Kanye West is going through a midlife crisis and a mental breakdown. And because Nicki Minaj doesn't F with him right now, I don't F with Kanye right now. Um, I know that he watches some of my content and knows my music or whatever, but he owes people money. I know many people who work with Kanye who he owes money to. 
and he should not owe money as a billionaire to anyone. And I think that's a really big issue. A really big issue. So I'm just, I think Kanye has a bigger situation going on. Um, I think Rolling Loud would probably be better without him there this year because he's just not there mentally right now. And until Nicki Minaj is cool with him again, I will not be cool with him again. Because if Nicki, I'm learning now that if Nicki doesn't F with somebody, it's for a reason. And I've doubted that in the past, but now I'm really realizing that she really does see two of these people. Like she really sees two all the BS. Um, and I apologize to, to Kim Kardashian for being so hard on her during the divorce. I made a lot of I made a lot of commentary about it. I know her personally. Um, I was very hard on it because I was I do not like that she's with Pete Davidson. I still don't like that. I'm still not okay with Pete Davidson. Um. I don't even want to work with her if she's still with Pete, to be to even now. I just do not approve of the Pete Davidson relationship anyway. Um, but I understand the pain that she went through in that relationship with Kanye. And I did, I was disrespectful. I was a bit disrespectful in my, com in my commentary about the situation in the marriage. So they were competing against each other, which shouldn't be a marriage, even my ex. We competed against each other, which I wasn't competing against him, but he was competing against me, which made it very toxic. So I just think that, I think that it's, um, I don't know, Kanye needs to figure his life out. Oh, he's too good for that energy. Makes sense. Mm. Says Floyd, but Bugatti says, do you eat fruit? Yes, I eat fruit. I'm gonna have some fruit after this. I'm gonna have some um, some soursop. I may come back on here and do that. King's Demon says, Yo, Rock, nice to see you again. What's up, King's Demon? Floyd says, Wait, why doesn't Nikki like him? Well, um, he refused to release a song called New Body. There's multiple reasons. He's been sneak, sneak dissing Kim, Nicki Minaj. He's been putting her through the ringer and now releasing that song, New Body, which we all love. And um, to the point where I had a, a video on my Instagram that had the song in the background. And Instagram pulled the video because he went and tried to shut down that song, even though it leaked. Well, it's just like, why won't you let the song live since you're like, you know, it was off his Yandi album when he was doing all the, all the Jesus stuff. So he was trying to like cancel the whole album. If he made Nicki write that four times, and she wanted to collaborate with him for the Yeez, for the um, the Yeezus brand, do her own like version for her Nicki Minaj brand, or at least have his support. And he just wasn't supporting, but yet he went for the op, um, Cardi B. He decided to work with her and put out that terrible song that nobody likes and nobody remembers called Hot Hot S or whatever, Hot It, you know, ish. Um, it was just really not a good song. It was really a whack verse he put out. It just showed how clownish he is. He, she called, Nicki Minaj called him a clown. I do, I do agree with that, but it's behind the scenes stuff too. Like I, I work in Hollywood, like I've been in this industry for a long time and he has really screwed over a lot of people production wise, um, partnership wise. Like he thinks that he's just so great that he can just do that to people. But you know, 
being a billionaire and not paying your people is just a bad look. It's terrible. So, there's not, there's not enough Jesus walking that can save him from being considered an a-hole or being crucified. So, that's what I'll say on that. But Nikki just is over it. How dare you put out that trash song, but then Nikki's song can't come out. Ridiculous. You ain't F me, you F the old body. You ain't F Nikki, you F Nicole body. Ain't no mouths on this, her new body. Off with your head, it, it, it bees is nobody's. Um, Bugatti says Cardi. Yeah, Cardi. And Cardi could have been fine if Cardi stayed in her lane and didn't need. I believe that Cardi B needs this competition between her and Nicki Minaj to survive. She's irrelevant without it. Without the comparison, without the obvious that she's not even on the same level. Nicki and Cardi aren't even the same breed of rapper. Like, it's not even this, like, they're not even in the same category, but she keeps forcing herself into the same category, the same room with her. When Nicki doesn't want anything to do with it. She tried to help, but Cardi was too gangster and too like, too petty and created all kind of drama and then tried to pit it against Nikki on the outside. Like, look how mean she is, you guys. I'm just trying to be mean. You guys trying to compare me to Nikki. Meanwhile, Cardi is constantly stalking Nikki. Behind the scenes, she's always trying to watch her moves and to create, you know, movements that run congruent to hers or tries to like create this drama that, just, that she exists off of. She's, she's no one without Nikki. She would have been gone already without Nikki. It's just so ridiculous that this is happening. People love this drama so much. What's wrong with Pete, says Liana. Pete is just a really awful person. There's a reason why, um, why Ariana Grande broke up with him. I think he's very toxic. Um, he's very racist in my opinions. Like the way, the way he's talked, to, talked about Kanye um, has been extremely racist, even before they, she, he was dating Kim. Um, he said a lot of racist things in the media as well, like super racist things about like objectifying black women and just terrible things he's made about kids. And it's just, he's just a really nasty person. And I think maybe he's, he's troubled or whatever. I don't know. I do not like him in any way. I'll never like him. Um, he's gone too far. And I think that Kim dating him, Kim dating Pete is really showing a lot about her and about how low she's willing to swoop down into the barrel of the sewage. Um, so I'm just gonna say that and leave that there. Floyd says, um, me, me neither. Pete is not a good guy anyway. He's not, he doesn't, he gives me terrible bad vibes. Terrible, terrible vibes. He's gonna like, the second that she leaves him, he's gonna go crazy. Cause she'll leave him. Habit Hound says Pete's cool. Habit Hound, you have bad taste and people. So get your life together. Um, Floyd said he's not a good person, not at all. Habit Hound says why, I just said why. Um, the way he talks about people, like especially his dad. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you guys need to really research this person before you're like, oh, he's a cool guy, he's on SNL. Oh, he has a big D, big D energy. Oh my God, we like him. You guys are just like him because he's white. Like if he, if he wasn't that, you guys would just be like, you guys would see him for who he is but he gets to be 
he gets all of his toxicity whitewashed out of him, you know. But then Kanye, who I think is Kanye is problematic, but he's not anywhere as near as toxic as Pete is. And I just can't believe that we we tear him down like that just because he's black. But Pete gets to be openly racist, disgusting, despicable. Um, just finished, just finished working out or just not. What are you talking about? Or just hot? No, this food is hot. Duh. Um, Habit Hound says it's his dad. He should be the only person who could talk about his situation, his own situation. Um, his dad died in 9-11. Like he was in there trying to fight the fire and he talks about him so disrespectfully. So it's not about him being able to speak that. It's about why would anybody say that say that about his father? He's so toxic. Floyd says the fact that he's so rich and famous and he still finds a way into rough situations like he does. He's just toxic. He's like, he's also an addiction. He's constantly in addiction with in and out of addiction. Um, I think he's, I think he's an actual racist person. To be really honest, I really do feel like he is, and that's something that doesn't just get cured right away. Like I think he's. I don't think he's ever going to not be racist. Um, his food has chili peppers in it. Yeah, it has cayenne peppers. Um, cool with, your, with 40, 400 says, what kind of salad are you eating today? I'm eating arugula delicious salad with mushrooms and stuff. Um, do, you, do the one chip challenge on live one day. One chip, what does that mean? I don't know what that even is. Where is Nikki from? She's from, um, she's from New York. Remember, she's originally from um, Barbados, I believe. Uh, the Car the Caribbean, Car Caribbean, Caribbean gal. Um, Bugatti says, would you eat a salad with Doja Cat? I love Doja Cat. Um, she's a very sweet, hardworking person. Very professional to work with. We've worked with her a few times and She's beautiful. She's wonderful. I, I hope that she does not quit music. I really hope Doja Cat does not stop. Like, I think she's so talented. She's, the music industry needs her because everything, everyone else is so boring to me. The new people, at least. So, except for like, um, what's her name? Um, Cupcake the Rapper. I love Cupcake the Rapper. Um, we are... Those are catch great. Thoughts on Doja Cat and the Noah ship situation or snap situation. Um, I thought Noah was very toxic for for releasing that that message. I mean, I would never release messages between me and Doja. That's crazy. Like, why would she keep messaging me if I'm gonna release them? You know, it just sucks when. People do that stuff for clout. Um, I think the media was very biased when they reported on it because it made it seem like the Doja was a mad black woman and was coming after a child. When you, when you watch the actual live where she addressed the Noah situation, she was very cordial. She understood that he's young. She just said that it was just some snake stuff and it was some snake stuff and he did apologize because he was wrong. I don't care how young he is, you know? We, 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 do, we all do that thing where like, oh, they're under 18, they're a kid, they're a no. There's, there's countries where these people are having babies. People are 13 having babies. Like, they, you know better at some point. You know better. Like, he knew what he was doing was toxic and was wrong. 
he was like, oh, I'm just so unserious on my social media. I didn't think it was a big deal. No, you knew exactly what you were doing. That's how you got a million more followers, Noah, because you were toxic. So I don't care if he's, I think it's messed up to make it seem like, oh, because he's a kid, he can't come after him. But she didn't even come after him like that. She didn't even know his, she thought he was like 21 or something or 20. She didn't even know his age. And she still didn't cuss him out. I would have cussed him out. I don't care if he was 10, 14. I would cuss him out still. Like, are you serious? You're gonna release my messages? But first of all, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't even send a message to some random person over some to get into my DMs. Um, but I hope Doja knows how famous she is. I don't think Doja Cat knows how big she is. I don't think she understands. Like, she's like super, super star level. Super, 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 super star. I, don't, I really don't think she gets how monumental it is to have somebody like her in your DMs. So, mm. But Doja, I would never release our messages. Floyd said, you made me say despicable recently. What's the definition of a well? Is it like absurd, despicable? Hold on, let's find out. Hey Suri, what's the definition of despicable? Despicable means deserving hatred and contempt. Yeah, no one deserves hatred and contempt for what he said, for what he did. Hatred and contempt upon him. Um. But he apologized, so it's fine, I guess, whatever. As long as Doja's fine, it's okay. But what he did was really shady. Just dirty, a dirty thing to do. Like she trying to, even if she is a superstar, she's trying to live her life as a normal as a normal person. Like she should be able to message and do what she wants without having that kind of shady snake stuff happen. Hollywood is full of snakes already, so it just sucks for him to, you know, make her feel even more isolated. Like that that's isolating to feel like you can't even message somebody without it going everywhere. You know, being a, being a news story. Like, she was trying to get some D, you know? And then it becomes a whole news story. I will say the guy that they're fighting over, girl, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. Um, You can do better than that situation. I don't know why she was that hot over him. He's not even my, he's not, he's not, he's not attractive. He's not like, I'm not saying he's like an ugly person. I'm just saying he's not, I would not be fighting over that person. Let me just say that. Like, I, that person may be a nice person. I don't even know him. But the person that she was, that they were, that they were like, he, she was asking to get in his, his DMs or whatever. Girl, you could do better. But okay. Um, Slug says, you can def have a great vegan meal with me in Seattle at Bill Gates' neighbor's house. I can't. <laughs> oh, Seattle. That'd be great. I would love to come up there. Um, Liana says, and people really tried to bash her for acting, acting as like she was flirting with him. Yes, people are crazy. People are really just, is this a shady thing to do? Like, even if it's your friend, you want to release your friend's text message where they're asking, hey, like, you know, what, where's this, this guy that like, I like, you know, I'm trying to find his number. Do you know, do you know how, how I can reach him or whatever? You know, it's just so crazy. Floyd says, I love the way you chew. Okay. Um... Mono says, what's the diet you on, if you don't mind me asking? Alkaline electric food eating. So eating electric alkaline foods. 
look up Dr. Sebi's list of approved foods. Monet says upside down face. All right. I'm Sophia. Hey, Rock. Hey, Sophia. Um, yeah, so that's how I feel about about that Doja Cat situation. And um, also, while we're on Doja Cat, just to tie that into competition, which is our topic today, um, I feel like the way that they pitted her against the other girls in R&B, the R&B categories, there was like an award show that gave her all these awards, and then the other girls in R&B were kind of like a little pissed off. They're like, why is she getting all these awards for a genre she's not really in? First of all, she is R&B too. She's rap, she's R&B, she's pop, she's all of it. Um, but the competition made her feel awkward about receiving the award. And it's just like, it's they pit these people against each other and then they feel bad if they don't win or something and it's also biased. It's just also the biased situation and I wish that nobody even cared. You know? I wish they didn't care. But they do. And it's toxic. Um, Nessa Babe says, hi, Rock. Hey, Nessa. Yeah, you know, these award shows, they really do, like, affect an artist's mental health, what they're going to put out next. Like, they, they're, they're, like, they're adjusting their art for competition. Like, why, why are we having competition in art? Do we need it in that space? Could there be anywhere? Without competition, I'm trying to think of something that there's no competition in. There's even cooking competitions. Who's the best cook? Mm. Certified Monet says, why don't you ever battle anyone? I don't want to battle nobody. That sounds boring. I don't like battling people on this app. That stuff is like not fun to me at all. It was like on Beagle, they did that on Beagle too. Ice Wolf says that food looks good. It is very good. It gets so serious, he says. I mean, it's just silly. It's like a very like annoying kind of thing. And then you have like the competition of the fire going across the top. You're like, who's gonna win? Who's getting more points from their followers? And winner takes all and all that. It just makes it like too much. It's not fun to me. I'd rather just do my podcast on here. Come and talk to my people, do my podcast, keep it keep it real. You just sending gifts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I just really I'm good on that. You won't see me doing those things and recharging. Yeah, I'm good. It feels like a scam. Not a scam, but it's like a what do you call it? Um like you're gambling. Not for me. Is it daytime for you? You see the sunlight? Afternoon. California. Yeah, y'all, you know. I'm trying to think of what area is there that's no competition. Even in art, you're creating art 
because you want people to see it compared to somebody else's art. I mean, the dream, the dream world, I and mean, when you're dreaming, maybe dreaming is not competition, I guess, but people, I'm sure there could be a competition for dreams. Who has the best dream? Who has the most dream activity? <laughs> well, fashion shows, competition. Who's gonna buy it? How many, how many people bought the shirt? All that stuff. And yoga. I teach yoga. And even in yoga, where you're supposed to just be in your own practice. And the teachers tell you, you're not competing, you're not competing. But then they're kind of pushing you into competition. They're, they're saying different poses. You're seeing other people do it. You're automatically wanting to keep up with other people. So you're not left behind. And the teacher doesn't come over and say, oh, this class might be too advanced for you. That's competition. So even in yoga, even in exercise, we're competing. It's a lot, you guys. There's so much. Gardening, who has the best garden? Who's growing the biggest fruit and vegetables? Livestock, who has the biggest cow? Go to the rodeo. What else is there? Everything's competitive. I think the healthiest thing for me to do, like I said earlier, is to take away the negative aspect or the negative um, idea that the idea that like competitiveness is inherently negative, and just exist from that space, because apparently it's un it's impossible to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Queen says, cooking competitions on TV, they even have children competing against each, against each other. Kids are competing since day one. They're playing tag, that's competing. They're, they're in like little league sports, competing. Who's student of the week? Competing. Who got more stickers? Competing. Who had the better lunch today? Competing. Who's prom queen? That's way later in, in kids, but still. Who sang better at the, at the kids' recital even though they all sound terrible and off key? Competing. It's not stop. Who woke up earlier? 
Hmm. Y'all. It's just non-stop. It's literally non-stop. I'm gonna come back on here later on tonight with some, um, with some soursop sorbet. talk about judgment, I think. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about either judgment or addiction. I'm not sure. We'll see. I have a few more subjects I want to talk about. I want to talk about judgment, honesty, and addiction. Those are the three other podcast topics I want to kind of touch on that I have written down so far. Thank you guys for checking out my podcast on all platforms. The views have been strong. Um, I really want... to like destigmatize competition in my head. I'm still having a hard time. Cause I still feel like it's negative in my head. I still, it seems like a negative word. Competitive, comp competition. It's gonna take some time. Okay, this area is definitely gentrif gentrifying. We used to be so hood over here, now there's all kinds of people walking across down my neighborhood. But bringing the, bringing the house values up, that's a good thing. I'm so spiced out. I still don't feel safe walking around here though. Cause the gangs are too competitive over here. crazy that the gangs even need to compete. Why can't they just have their own territories to live their life? But I guess that's part of being a gang. Terrorizing people. LA has so much gang activity. So much. They say it's getting better, but I'm like, is it really? People are just getting more reckless as their mental health declines. Clowney says, I have a lot of high school friends that live over there and said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
it's weird though they don't really bother the Caucasian people that much they bother the other people that look just like them that's what I see happening over here a lot even though it's a nicer neighborhood compared to the other areas that are like even more gang activity but still so how the population that question is too vague um is it overcrowded okay um it's overspiced very tasty but it's very spicy um yeah yeah LA is very overcrowded LA is extremely a lot of people here it doesn't seem like as bad as traffic because gas because gas prices have went up so high I feel like it's mitigated some of the traffic flow but it's still a lot of people here it's very crowded mm -hmm. very 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 crowded put the rest of this in here I feel like New York is, of course, way, way more crowded than here. But it works better as a city. New York feels more like cohesive. I'm very excited to get back there. What is that solid rock? You're gonna have to watch the video again from the beginning when I post it. I'm not gonna explain it again. Ooh. Oh my god, so spicy. Well, this camera keeps moving up. Well, you know, you guys, I guess we can't beat competition because that'd be, com be competitive to try to beat it. We can just acknowledge it, accept it. Not take it too far to the point where we're just like forgetting that this is just a game or just life. Life is just a game. Don't let competitiveness take us to like losing our actual life. Connie says, are you moving back there or, or visiting? I'm gonna be tri-coastal i'm gonna be based out of houston texas and i'm gonna be in la and manhattan new york i'm gonna have a place in all three places keeping this house i'm buying a new house in, in um, houston then i'm buying another house a property in um, new york Queen asked, have you seen the documentary Eating Our Way to Extinction on Prime Video? No, but I believe it. 
believe we are. Especially with, with meat eaters. Because meat takes so much space to pasture the animals. So much space. So much space. Ooh. Yeah. To grow, to grow vegetables, not as much space you need. Strong and beautiful says, I'm in Houston, welcome. I lived in Houston for like a lot of years. Probably in total about eight years of my life I've lived in Houston. So I'm excited to get back soon. Clowny says, okay, cool. Wish you lots of luck. Thank you. Um, I love New York. I want to be out of New York when it's snowing, though. I'm more of a spring, spring, summer, fall type of New Yorker. And winter, I'm like, bye, girl. You know? Mm-mm. I'm like, nah. He said it's excellent. It shows what it's done to the meat and fish that people eat. Yep. So many things are done. Strong and beautiful says Bay is from here. I'm sure you know. Beyonce and I have the same vocal coach. Yep. I used to go to her house out there. Strong and beautiful says, very, very hot here now. Yeah, it's very hot. I've been hearing. I've been hearing. I'm supposed to drive out there. I'm going to drive next week or this week, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it this week. It depends on a few factors. For work, my work schedule. But I don't fly anymore, so I know it's gonna be a hot drive when I get over there. I'll be blasting that AC unit, blasting it. My dog can be my dog can be mad at it. I mean, because he has a lot of fur. He's like, it's too hot out here. He's Alaskan Husky. He'll be inside with the AC unit. Yes, and get your dog some paw covers for the concrete. Oh, it's that hot. Oh my gosh. He won't keep those on though. He will not keep those paw covers on. I gotta walk him on the grass or something. One oh three. Wow, that's intense. Hmm. One hundred three degrees. Oh goodness. 
good. He won't keep those paw covers on him. He'll, he'll take them right off. He has big old paws too. He's like a wolf. It is, but it's been really breezy. Breezy 103, okay. Well, I'm, I'm used to that heat. It's a lot of lift out there. Oh, we have perfect weather here. Perfection. Right now it's, um, hey Siri, what's the weather today? It's currently clear at 73 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! That was a spicy meal. I'm done. I'll be back on tonight with a sorbet. <laughs> Some, I'm like, oh my God. OMG, that's a dream. Yeah, it's such a good weather here. Nice breeze coming through. Perfection. But I'm burning in the inside. Clowney says that's the exact temperature I like. Spring and summer are my favorites. Yeah, so perfect. I was gonna go to the beach, but I'm, I'm gonna, I have a lot of work to do, so I'm gonna stay here, finish up this work. Probably go to the beach tomorrow. We'll see. But um, thank you, Rockers and Mercuryans. Hope you all learned a little bit about competition. Um, Competition is natural, just don't let it take over you. Just don't let it take over your life. Like competition is a natural thing in life, but it doesn't have to be all that is in life. So rock on Mercuryans, link in the bio, rockmercury.com. Talk to you all soon. See you tonight. Bye. Thank you. See you in Houston.